time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Persima. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It is Friday, October 2nd, 2020. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to have a really quick show, uh, just letting you guys know as as things are moving forward here, we're kind of setting things in motion for our new schedule of shows, schedule of events, if you will. I've been talking to you guys a lot about this. Uh, this week and a little bit of last week that we are going through some changes here at the Get Home Safe podcast. A change in the living arrangements, if you will. No, I'm not moving anywhere. It's just a figure of speech. Uh, but uh, we do have some changes ahead. So we did not have a show on Thursday. We did have shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which uh, I'm really happy we were able to get out. But starting next week, we are going to go into some changes for the Get Home Safe podcast. We are going to be having shows on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. No longer Tuesdays and Thursdays, at least for the short time being. We'll make adjustments if necessary. But again, the structure really, excuse me, structure of our shows is going to be uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mondays will be dedicated to a lot of my ranting, a lot of my opinions, uh, specifically in regards to sports, a lot of uh, football talk. We'll talk about the Saturday college games. We'll talk about the Sunday football games. Uh, just a lot of those things. Maybe some Major League Baseball that goes on over the playoffs, over the weekend. The playoffs, uh, uh, we'll touch on uh, some scores from the NBA. We'll kind of just do a sports recap on Mondays. Uh, that We might have a guest or two to come in and talk sports with us, but that's kind of what Mondays is going to be dedicated to. Wednesdays won't change much. It'll still be Bill Barnes on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. Whether we record Tuesday morning or we record Wednesday morning, those episodes will be out either early Wednesday morning or Wednesday around noon or so. That is the plan, and uh, Bill's very excited to continue to do this with me, and I'm very excited to do it with him uh, as well. So we do have some news about uh, an upcoming episode of the weekly Wednesday weigh-in that I want to get to. But finally, Fridays. Fridays will kind of be, uh, I don't know how else to say. It'll kind of be, we'll, we'll call it freedom and friends, if you will. Not officially, but we're going to always have our Suds with Studs segment on Fridays where we talk about a hero, someone from the military, someone from law enforcement, uh, a civilian who's who's uh, exhibited bravery. Whatever the case may be, we're going to take 10, 15, even 20 minutes to talk about somebody that we can really be inspired by. And uh, today we we do have another segment of Suds with Studs. So uh, bear with us. That's kind of the main event, if you will, for today's show, as we do not have a guest. But again, we're transitioning into our uh, new schedule and everything. So we're going to try to do some recordings over the weekend to have uh, for a guest next Friday. But uh, we'll have a, on Fridays, we'll have our Suds with Studs segment. And then we'll also have an interview on Fridays with uh, with somebody. So that's kind of the new format. I know you guys have really enjoyed some of these uh, interviews we've been doing. Uh, but honestly, I mean, <laughs> we've done we've had hundreds of interviews already with people. So it's not like I'm running out of people. But uh, we, we've kind of gone through a big portion of our list and it's going to slow down a little bit. And just for me personally, I'd love to do more, but with my work schedule now, I'm, I'm very busy, uh, almost from the moment I get up until I get home and get to bed at night. So that's just kind of the way things are going. And, uh, we're going to, we're going to bear with it. We're going to adjust with it. And I really do appreciate you guys 
bearing with me because I did see even when we got some episodes out in the afternoons on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday this week that there were still quite a few listens. There's still people interested. So I'm really happy to hear that. And in moving forward, um, you know what, that's, that's going to be very encouraging to, to see, uh, uh, that you guys are tuning in, that you guys are writing questions in, all those things. They all add up. They make us uh, keep going here on the uh, Get Home Safe podcast. Um, I do want to say we are going to try something this weekend, and I hope you guys will join us. I need you guys to, uh, I need you guys to contact me regarding this. Okay, here's the plan. Here's the plan, if you will. On Sunday evening, uh, I know most people are busy during the week and even busy on the weekends, but we're going to try this Sunday evening. Bill Barnes and I are going to attempt to record our episode for Wednesday. Okay. That is the plan. Now, uh, one of the, uh, requests from Bill was to kind of do a live show sometime to do one either with a studio audience or do one on camera. Here's what we're going to do on Sunday about four 45. Let's just call it five o'clock. We are going to, Bill's going to come over here. We are going to record our episode and we are going to do it quote unquote live. Uh, We're going to do it through zoom. So Bill and I will be here at the computer with our microphone headphones. We're going to put out a zoom call. All right. To record Bill and I record our conversation. So what I want to do is invite people who are interested on Sunday night to, um, email me. Uh, that's probably the best thing to do. Or, you know, if, however you want to do it, you want to contact me, text me, that's fine. Um, but email, contact us, let us know, Hey, I'm interested in, uh, participating in this. Okay. It, it's, we'll try to keep it short to an hour or so or whatever it is. But if you're interested, please contact me. I can put you on a list and I can include you guys in the zoom call get you guys the information. I've never put out a zoom call to multiple people before, but I'm going to learn and I'll put it out there. I'll give you guys the sign in and this and that. And so around 445, 450, if you guys can uh, join the call and uh, we'll go from there. So that's the plan. Uh, Additionally, we're going to have a couple people here who are going to be like studio audience. Uh, There's only been a few people interested in that. Um, but if you are interested in coming by and just sitting, uh, seeing Bill Barnes live in person, uh, you're more than welcome. Make sure you reach out to me. Don't just show up, uh, reach out to me so I know, and I can plan as of now, there's three people who are going to be here. And the reason we're having the zoom call and having the, the people in studio audience, if you will, is that Bill wants to take questions, questions about anything. Bill and I are going to have our usual topics. But we want to have a, you know, a live forum or live questions. So for the people on Zoom, if I see someone with their hand raised or something, I'll get to them and say, okay, uh, okay, John, or, or okay, um, you know, Michael, or, or okay, uh, whoever, Steve, okay, just, hey, what's your question? We'll get it to Bill, and we'll be able to do a live format. That's the plan. This could be a disaster, I know, as, as many things I have, uh, ideas and things uh, tend to not go always as planned, but that's the plan currently. And again, if, if you're interested in coming by Sunday evening around 4.30, we're going to try to get going about five. 
with our Zoom call, and, and you guys can uh, participate. You don't have to be on camera. You just be behind us or off to the side or whatever. But if, if you do have questions, uh, we, we'll get the microphone to you. Ask your question, and then Bill and I can go in-depth in, into uh, some analysis or some topics or whatever the case may be. So we have three people who are planning to come over here right now. If you're interested, please reach out to me. Let me know you're interested or not, you know, that you are interested. I don't need to know if you're not interested. And then what I do need to know, though, is if you're interested in joining in on the Zoom call, even if it's two people, guys, I don't care. We'll, we'll do it. We'll still make it happen to do this kind of live podcast that we'll, that we will then post out on Wednesday. That's just the plan. I want you guys to be aware of it. And uh, yeah, we, we would greatly appreciate your participation. If it goes well, if we get a lot of people, who knows, maybe we'll do it um, again a few times, once a month or something with, with Bill Barnes. I know he loves his fans. He loves his listeners. Um, he loves getting on the mic and rambling away and letting off some steam for sure. So that's the plan. Uh, please email me, say, hey, I'd love to come by or hey, I'd love to uh, join the Zoom. Here's my email address. Uh, whatever the case is. Now, I will say we're not going to have 30 people over here. Not that I think that'll be an issue, um, but we do have three. We're trying to keep it kind of small, uh, the numbers, because again, this room isn't very small or isn't very big. Um, but if you're interested in coming by Sunday, let me know. I'll let you know if we kind of have room for you or not, and uh, we'll go from there. So kind of a first come, first serve basis, uh, but there's plenty of room, obviously, on the Zoom call, um, the the Video won't be glamorous or anything, but hopefully you can sit at your computer uh, with some headphones and listen to us ramble for about an hour or so. Take our questions, or uh, we'll take your questions, and uh, it could be a lot of fun. Just something we're going to try new for the Get Home Safe podcast, and that episode, if it goes as planned, will be posted on Wednesday, and that will be the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. So uh, just some news there, guys. I, I hope you will join us. It gives you uh, probably uh, Friday and Saturday to listen to this and to uh, to gather information enough to, to get it out to us. So please contact us. Let us know if you're interested. That would uh, really help us to uh, keep things organized. Because I got to be honest, if you, if you email me on Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, I mean, I got a lot of other things going on. I, I may or may not get to it. So try to email us Friday night or all day Saturday. Uh, that's the best way to get a hold of us. Uh, before we get to our studs with studs segment, uh, man, Major League Baseball has uh, playoffs have have gone pretty smooth already. There's been most teams have advanced. There are two two playoff series left today on Friday. Uh, game threes between the San Diego Padres and St. Louis Cardinals, and then the other one is the well, this is a game two actually because there was a rain situation. But the Chicago Cubs and the Miami Marlins they play. Uh, today as well on Friday, Miami leads that series um, one games to none. Um, other teams who have advanced into the ALDS uh, here in Los Angeles and San Diego on the American League side of things, Tampa Bay and will we'll play the New York Yankees and the Houston Astros will play the Oakland Athletics. So that's kind of the final four, if you will, of the American League. And on the National League side of things, the Los Angeles Dodgers await either the Padres or the Cardinals. And the Atlanta Braves finally won a playoff series. It's been a long time for them. They uh, swept the Reds two games to none. They are awaiting the winner of Chicago and Miami. And again, the National League will be played in Houston and Arlington. So a lot of things to be excited about. Major League Baseball playoffs in moving forward. I know the NBA Finals is uh, is is coming up here too. The Lakers lead one game to none. 
And, uh, you know, game, game two for the NBA Finals uh, should be, let's see, tonight. Oh, yeah, Friday night, game two. Uh, so we'll see what happens by the time you guys uh, listen to this podcast uh, over the weekend. You know, the Lakers could be up two games to new. The series, two games to none. The series could be tied. Uh, there'll be a lot of NFL talk uh, to cover on Monday after our uh, our special segment with Bill that the, the plan is to record on Sunday evening. So, guys, Hope this happens. Really looking forward to it. So many sports to talk about. Uh, but Sunday, let's get through the Bill Barnes uh, interview uh, live podcast first, if you will. It's the first of uh, our con- first time we're going to try it. So please bear with us. Contact us. We would love to hear from you. And uh, that's about all I have today. I'll have I'll, I'll kind of remind you guys in closing, as I know some of you guys just kind of skip ahead to certain events here. But it is what it is. All is well. So happy Friday to everybody. Happy new month, October. October's always been the the best month I've I've thought you know it's kind of the very beginning where you start to see the holidays get going I'm not a huge Halloween guy but you do know that the the heat starts to change to a little little more of a chill football season usually is in full swing and uh you know the NBA and uh, is coming back along with hockey major league baseball playoffs like like are going on now but right now we got the NBA finals we got the baseball playoffs uh, hockey just finished their Stanley Cup run, and football's in full swing. Week four, the NFL action coming up, and most college football teams are back to playing now or will be shortly. So the month of October plus October Fest. I mean, come on. Who doesn't love October? It's a great time, and I think it's uh, we're one step closer to getting to a new year of 2021. That's the plan anyway. So anyway, uh, best of luck to everyone out there. Have a great Friday. And uh, I want, I'm excited you guys hearing uh, our Suds with Studs segment today. I think you will enjoy it. One of my favorite people from history that uh, yeah, I do ramble a little bit here and there. So, so please forgive me, uh, you know, in reading and doing research and everything. Sometimes I, I have little hiccups and I don't really want to go back and re-record everything. But anyway, thanks for bearing with me. If you're listening to this show, you know how, uh, how, how I am along. <laughs> I could slip up on things and, and, you know, anyway. Let's stop rambling enough right there. That's enough from that. We're going to take a quick breather, and then we'll jump into our weekly segment, Suds with Studs. Well, guys, it's Friday, and on Fridays the past couple of months, we've been doing a segment we call Suds with Studs. It's a tribute to very brave people. We talk a lot about law enforcement, uh, members of the military, firefighters, uh, sometimes citizens as well who do really heroic things. Uh, Just some amazing people that we can really spend a few minutes talking about on Fridays, really telling their story. Sometimes it's a little more brief and sometimes it's a little more in depth, but that's just kind of based off of some of the research we have and uh, everything available to us. I always encourage you guys to read a little bit more on these people, watch a YouTube video, do something, anything really, spend a few more minutes in learning a little bit about these people because I really do think they are people worth talking about and we can learn an awful lot from uh, all of these people that we talk about on Fridays in our segment Suds with Studs. We call it Suds with Studs because uh, if it were at all possible, these are people we'd love to sit down and have a beer with. And we know it may not be possible because a lot of them have passed away. But if it were possible, we would absolutely be buying not just the first round, but all the rounds. So today we're going to be talking about someone from the Civil War. He's actually one of my favorite 
uh, people in history. Uh, he was portrayed in uh, the movie Gettysburg by uh, Jeff Daniels. Uh, Joshua Lawrence Chamberlain, also known or born as Lawrence Joshua Chamberlain. I'm not sure how the names got flipped there. Uh, but he was a hero of the American Civil War. Uh, he led the 20th Maine at Gettysburg. And uh, just one of my favorite books, The Killer Angels, as well as the, the movie version of it, uh, the movie Gettysburg, a very long movie, but uh, still one of my favorite movies of all time. And some uh, a movie that I watch uh, every now and then. Some great characters in it. If you've not seen it, it's very long, about four hours, but it's really well done. So many good actors, uh, so many good portrayals of historical figures uh, at a very dark time in our history during the American Civil War. Um, it's really interesting that in watching that movie or reading up on the Civil War, you know, it's it's funny how some things uh, look too familiar, we'll say. <laughs> a lot of things uh, that were sad beliefs and, and just different um, outlooks, different mindsets. They're, they're eerily similar to today. And it's just crazy time uh, that people took up arms in 1861 through 65 and fought uh, a very violent civil war. And if it wasn't for uh, Joshua Chamberlain's, uh, if it wasn't for his actions at Gettysburg, um, who knows? how the civil war would have ended it was the most important battle in the civil war very famous battle and uh had it not been won by the north then there's no telling what could have happened because the south had a lot of momentum at that time right in the middle of everything 1863 uh we'll go into all of it right now but uh gettysburg is is one of my favorite places i've ever visited as well i've gone a couple of times i've always gone to these these battlefields especially little round top where uh mr joshua chamberlain uh is uh, famous for i have a a, a framed picture of, of him and his uh his his actions that day and uh just again one of my favorite scenes in in any movie uh is it is uh, in his portrayal at little round top and i'll tell you all about it here in just a second joshua lawrence chamberlain was an American college professor from Maine who volunteered during the American Civil War to join the Union Army. He became a highly respected and decorated Union officer, reaching the rank of Brigadier General. He is best known for his gallantry at the Battle of Gettysburg, for which he was awarded the Medal of Honor. Following the war, he served as Governor of Maine and the President of Bowdoin College. Chamberlain was born in Brewer, Maine, on September 8, 1828. Chamberlain was of English ancestry and could trace his family line back to 12th century England during the reign of King Stephen. He was the oldest of five children. It is said that he was his mother's favorite while his father was tough on him. He was very involved in his church, mostly singing in the choir. His mother encouraged him to become a preacher and while his father wanted him to join the military, but he felt a reluctance toward both options. He suffered a speech impediment until shortly after graduating from college. He entered Bowdoin College in Brunswick, Maine in 1848 with the help of local tutor and professor William Hyde, Cham William Hyde. Chamberlain learned to read ancient Greek and Latin in order to pass the entrance exam. While at Bowdoin, he met many people who would influence his life, including Harriet Beecher Stowe, the wife of Bowdoin professor Calvin Stowe. 
Military service ran in Chamberlain's family history, both of his great-grandfathers when the American Revolutionary War. Uh, he also had his, his grandfather, uh, also named Joshua Chamberlain, was a colonel in the local militia during the War of 1812. At the beginning of the American Civil War, Chamberlain believed the Union needed to be supported against the Confederacy by all those willing. On several occasions, Chamberlain spoke freely of his beliefs during his class, urging students to follow their hearts in regards to the, to the war while maintaining that the cause was just. Uh, Chamberlain was a college professor at the time, talking about people uh, really having to give up their lives and go serve give up their very good lives, their prestigious lives. He was very passionate about that, and he didn't just talk about it. He ended up doing it. I can't really imagine too many college professors these days, although I'm sure there's a few that would uh, drop what they're doing and, and go serve in the military. Pretty interesting stuff there. Of his desire to serve in the war, he wrote to the Maine governor, Israel Washburn Jr., quote, I fear this war so costly of blood and treasure will not cease until men of the North are willing to leave good positions and sacrifice the nearest, the dearest personal interest to rescue our country from desolation and defend the national existence against treachery, end of quote. Many faculty at Bowdoin did not feel his enthusiasm for various reasons, and Chamberlain was subsequently granted a leave of absence, supposedly to study language for two years in Europe. He then promptly enlisted, unbeknownst to those at Bowdoin and his family, offered the Offered to be the colonel of the 20th Maine Regiment, he declined, according to his biographer John J. Pollan. He was appointed to lieutenant colonel of the regiment on August 8, 1862. The 20th was assigned to the 3rd Brigade, 1st Division, V Corps, the Union Army of the Potomac. One of Chamberlain's youngest brothers, Thomas Chamberlain, was also an officer of the 20th Maine. The 20th Maine fought at the Battle of Fredericksburg, suffering relatively small numbers of casualties and in the assault of Myers Heights, but were forced to spend a miserable night on the freezing battlefield among the many wounded with other regiments. Chamberlain chronicled his night well in his diary and went to great length discussing his having to use bodies of the fallen for shelter and a pillow while listening to the bullets zip into the corpses. The 20th missed the Battle of Chancellorsville in May 1863 due to an outbreak of smallpox in their ranks. Chamberlain was promoted to colonel of the regiment in June 1863 upon upon a promotion of the current colonel. June 1863, just a month before the Battle of Gettysburg. Chamberlain became most famous for his achievements during the Battle of Gettysburg on July 2nd, the second day of the battle. Union forces were recovering from initial setbacks and hastily regrouping into defense positions on a line of hills south of the town. Seeing momentarily the vulnerability of the Union forces, the Confederates began an attack against the Union left flank. Chamberlain's brigade command Colonel Strong Vincent was sent to defend Little Round Top by Army's Chief of Engineers. Chamberlain found himself in the 20th Maine at the far left end of the entire Union line. He quickly understood the strategic significance of the very small hill and the need of the 20th Maine to hold the Union left at all costs. 
The man from Maine waited until troops from the 15th Regiment Alabama Infantry, commanded by Colonel William C. Oates, charged up the hill attempting to flank the Union position. Time and time again, the Confederates struck until the 20th Maine was almost doubled back upon itself. With many casualties and the ammunition running low, Colonel Chamberlain recognized the dire circumstance and ordered his left wing, which was now looking southeast compared to the rest of the regiment, which was facing west, to initiate a bayonet charge from his report of that day, quote, at that crisis, I ordered the bayonet. The word was enough, end of quote. While battlefield conditions make it unlikely many men heard Chamberlain's order, most historians believe he initiated the charge. So let me paint the picture for you here. The 20th Maine is at the very far left end of the Union Army line, the very end. And it's their job to hold that hill, to hold the line, not let the Confederates go around them and flank them. If they do, uh, they would be overrun and the Union line would eventually fall. So Colonel Chamberlain's job was to hold it to the last man. They took their line and they ended up having to continue to kind of maneuver it to the left and left, almost behind them forming an L rather than a line because the Confederates continued to attack up the hill. It was very difficult for the Confederates in attacking because they were, we were going uphill. They were exhausted. And the Union Army, the 20th Maine, was very tired as well. Well, they reached a point where Chamberlain, in seeing what was happening, that they were about to be flanked, that they really couldn't hold any longer. Ammunition was running low. Uh, the scene in the movie is incredible. Uh, it's, again, one of my favorites. And uh, there's a very passionate, very singular moment where uh, Jeff Daniels in the movie shouts at the top of his lungs, bayonets. And whether or not that happened, who knows, according to uh, historians here. But uh, it was really their only option. They were, they were going to be outflanked. They were out of ammunition. They couldn't defend the area anymore. So their only option was to lead a charge. Instead of being defensive, go on the offensive go downhill attacking the uh, charging Confederates. You know, he received heavy accolades for this, but I think deep down, Chamberlain looked at the situation and says, well, this is our only option. (laughs) This is the only thing we can do. You couldn't retreat. They could not retreat. They were given specific orders. You cannot retreat. And just try to put yourself in that position of, of, uh, hey, we're out of bullets. (laughs) The only thing we can do now is charge downhill and hope for the best because we cannot give up this this line. And so they swung that L um, like a door, basically, in moving forward and attacking downhill. It's very well done. Again, please look this stuff up. The uh, little round top. Any video, any any uh, writing, it's just incredible stuff, really. Uh, the 20th Maine charged down the hill with the left wing wheeling, continuing to make the charging line swing like a hinge, thus creating a simultaneous frontal assault and flanking maneuver, capturing 101 of Confederate soldiers and successfully saving the flank. This version of the battle was popularized by the book The Killer Angels and the movie Gettysburg. Chamberlain sustained two slight wounds in the battle one when shot when a shot hit his sword scabbard and bruised his thigh and the other 
when his right foot was hit by a spent bullet or piece of shrapnel. Chamberlain also personally took a Confederate prisoner with his saber during the charge. After initiating the maneuver, he came upon a Confederate officer wielding a revolver who quickly fired, narrowly missing his face. Chamberlain remained steadfast and with his sword at the officer's throat, accepted the man's arms and surrendered. The pistol Chamberlain captured at Gettysburg can still be seen on display in the Civil War exhibit of the Maine State Museum. For his tenacity at defending Little Round Top, he was known by the nickname the Lion of Little the Lion of Round Top. Prior to the battle, Chamberlain was quite ill actually, developing malaria and uh, dysentery. Later, due to his illness, he was taken off active duty until he recovered. For his daring heroism and great tenacity at holding his position on Little Round Top against repeated assaults and carrying the advanced position of the Great Round Top, Chamberlain was awarded the Medal of Honor. In 1864, Chamberlain returned to the Army of the Potomac and was promoted to Brigadier Commander shortly after the Siege of Petersburg. In a major action on June 18th, during the Second Battle of Petersburg, Chamberlain was shot through the right hip and groin, the bullet exiting his left hip. Despite the injury, Chamberlain withdrew his sword and stuck it into the ground in order to keep himself upright and dissuade the growing resolve for retreat. He stood upright for several minutes until he collapsed and lay unconscious from loss of blood. The wound was considered mortal by the division surgeon who predicted he would perish. Chamberlain incorrectly was recorded as a death in battle in the main newspapers, and Lieutenant General Ulysses S. Grant gave Chamberlain a battlefield promotion to the rank of Brigadier General. After receiving an urgent recommendation on June 19th from the Corps Commander Major General Gouverneur K. Warren, he has been recommended for promotion for gallant, efficient conduct on previous occasions and yesterday led his brigade against the enemy under most destructive fire. He expressed the wish that he may receive the recognition of his services by promotion before he dies for the gr- gratification of his family and friends. End of quote. Not expected to live, Chamberlain displayed surprising will and courage and with the support of his brother Tom was back in command in November. Although many, including his wife Fanny, urged Chamberlain to resign, he was determined to serve through the end of the war. Unbelievable stuff, Mr. Mr. Chamberlain. Just uh, incredible. Just uh, incredible resolve being shot and, and continue to be steadfast and be a leader. I think that's the main thing with, with Chamberlain. He was an absolute leader. In all, Chamberlain served in 20 battles and numerous skirmishes, was cited for bravery four times, had six horses shot from under him, and was wounded six times. Chamberlain left the U.S. Army soon after the war ended, going back to his home state of Maine. Due to his immense popularity, he served as governor of Maine for four one-year terms after he won election as a Republican. His victory in 1866 set the record for the most votes and the highest winning percentage for any Maine governor by that time. He would break his own record in 1868. During his time in office, he was attacked by those angered by his support for capital punishment and by his refusal to create a special police force to enforce the prohibition of alcohol. 
Oh, good stuff. Doing more good things in the office. After leaving political office, he returned to Bowdoin College. In 1871, he was appointed president of Bowdoin and remained in that position until 1883, when he was forced to resign because of ill health from his war wounds. Later in life, after resigning from Bowdoin Bowdoin College in 1883, he went to New York City to practice law. Uh, He also traveled to the West Coast to work on a railroad building and public improvements from the time of his serious wound in 1864 until his death. He was forced to wear uh, an early form of a catheter and and with a bag and underwent six operations to try to correct the original wound and stop fevers and infections that plagued him without success. Well, Chamberlain died of his lingering wartime runes in 1914 in Portland, Maine, at the age of 85. Beside him as he died was Dr. Abner O'Shaw of Portland, one of the two surgeons who had operated on him in Petersburg 50 years previously. A full study of his medical history strongly suggests that it was complications from the wounds suffered at Petersburg that resulted in his death. He was the last Civil War veteran to die as a result of wounds from the war and considered by some the last casualty of the war. Well, incredible stuff here about Josh Joshua Chamberlain. I really encourage you guys to read up on him. I tried to go over a few things there. I kind of stumbled across a few different things, uh, but I encourage you guys, please check it out. Um, incredible man. I can't believe he was wounded so severely uh, during the Civil War and then managed to live out his life, uh, be the governor, be the president of Bowdoin College. Uh, and it all started you know, from his days as a teacher. He was a very religious man, um, just one of the true heroes in American history uh, and another Medal of Honor winner. Uh, that uh, we've talked about here on Suds with Studs. So, uh, Mr. Chamberlain, sir, I salute you for your service. I salute you for being the hero that you were in uh, the Civil War, especially at Gettysburg and Little Round Top. It was really inspirational stuff that I think really catapulted the Union Army to begin winning that war. And uh, we're thankful for uh, people like you uh, and just uh, all the great things you've done, sir. And, uh, you know, I know it's not possible, but if it were at all possible, I would love to sit down and have a beer with you. And I could promise you that I would not just be buying the first round, but all the rounds. And uh, Mr. Chamberlain, you are one of many people that we want to continue to talk about here on Fridays in our weekly segment, Suds with Studs. Always fun talking about some history. Uh, one of the best people in history that I that I can remember discussing is Joshua Chamberlain. So thank you for listening today, guys, to that segment. That really means a lot to me. I've wanted to talk about Mr. Joshua Chamberlain for quite some time, and I'm glad we finally got to get to it. So I might be watching that movie Gettysburg here soon after talking about all of uh, Joshua Chamberlain's uh, heroism and everything. I don't know. We'll see. But there is a lot of sports to watch, so I may have to uh, postpone that and and do it another time. But anyway, hope you guys enjoyed our discussion with Joshua, about Joshua, not with Joshua Chamberlain. We only wish, right? We would love to uh, chat with some of these people that we talk about on the the Get Home Safe podcast and our Suds with Studs segment. But unfortunately, many of them have passed away. But 
we could still raise a beer for them. We could still hold a, raise a glass and, uh, and think of them. Right. And, uh, I encourage you guys, please go read some articles, uh, YouTube videos, whatever, just, uh, it doesn't have to be today. It can be whenever, but, uh, Joshua Chamberlain, tremendous hero for the, uh, American civil war and for, uh, the United States of America. Well, guys, I'll wrap up today's very short show, and uh, you might see more of these when it's just me kind of going. You might see some shorter shows. I'm doing my best, but I know some of you are hungry for episodes, and we're going to continue to do our best. But again, now that I'm a working man, it's so even weird to say that or think that. Uh, it's just become a little more difficult. So that's the new format. Mondays, talking about sports over the weekend, mostly football, Saturday and Sunday. Wednesday, Bill Barnes on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. That's not going to change much. And Fridays, we're going to always have our Suds with Studs segment as well as an interview. And that is the plan moving forward. I hope you will uh, continue to join us here, even though we are having less and less episodes. Don't forget, please contact us regarding the episode on Sunday night. We are going to record for the Bill Barnes episode on Wednesday. Contact me if you would like to be a part of the Zoom call or if you would like to even be here in a live studio audience. Maybe share a soda and uh, just kick back and watch Bill and I make a fool of ourselves like uh, most of you listen to every single Wednesday. So contact us. Uh, I hope to hear from you guys. If you hit me up on Sunday, um, I, I probably still will be available, but it might be a little more difficult. So just shoot me an email. Let me know you're interested and specify, hey, sign me up for the zoom call or hey i was thinking about coming by do you still have room that's kind of the plan that's kind of the outlook uh anyway uh contact us guys we'd love to hear from you guys there's plenty of ways to follow the get home safe podcast our twitter handle is get home safe pod our facebook and instagram page is get home safe podcast and our email address is get home safe podcast at yahoo.com send us an email much like you will for the uh, RSVP for the Zoom or the live studio audience attendance. Uh, you can also send us questions if you don't want to be or you can't make that Zoom call, but you want to have things heard uh, for the Wednesday episode with Bill. Be sure to email us questions or topics, subject matter, whatever the case may be. We love getting emails from you guys. If you want to contact us through social media, by all means, that's uh, no problem. That works as well. Email just helps keep things organized for us. Additionally, if you look at the episode notes, you'll always be able to see some links there to send a voice message or to, uh, so, let's see, to send some other oh, some other information, we'll say. Sorry, guys, it's been a long morning. Uh, or, or some other information that you can uh, find beneficial or, or just informative. Uh, always look at the episode notes and links that we provide there. And guys, we got a big weekend of football upcoming. Uh, one other thing I was going to do today but just ran out of time was talk about some of the uh, the big football games over the weekend. Uh, there's some good games, some really good games. Uh, SEC football is just totally different, and, and I'm really excited to watch some of that. Additionally, with some of the NFL action, and again, there's not enough TV some days, and we're going to do our best to put them out and watch everything we can. But uh, anyway, guys, have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for listening to this very safe, uh, very short show on the Get Home Safe podcast. Uh, enjoy your sports for the weekend. Enjoy your couple of days off. Uh, we're going to do the same while we kind of prepare for next week in our new format. We're going to try to do a recording or two with uh, some potential guests, and we're definitely going to record on Sunday evening unless Bill gets called into work like he has in the past. Uh, then it could all be scrapped for another weekend sometime. So that's kind of the plan that, uh, you know, plans change, and we're going to do our very best with it. But, uh, guys, have a great weekend, and no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe.